Hello, listeners, and welcome to another thrilling episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, joined as always by my good friend and co-host Jordan. Hello, that's me. Yep, that's Jordan, and today we're here to bring you the hottest scoops on the game Dead Sector, which <laughs> is a video game made by people for our enjoyment well technically um, for well they're game design students i don't know if this uh, if this was for an assignment or if it came out of an assignment if it did i'm extremely impressed uh yeah um but let's start with some credits uh sure this game dead sector is by artyom franson uh carly or charlie uh Prizig, uh valentine fisher fabian dice and nicholas weinboker uh, this is a team of five uh, that has produced this game. Uh, it says um, uh, on the itch page that they are game design students. Um, mm. So they're just just getting started. And wow, did they make something that feels like it is well on its way to being a real, you know, a real game with a real budget and a real team. Uh, ambitious. Yeah. Yes, definitely. It's uh, and also uh, kind of like objectively impressive that five people made it, especially when two of those people are credited just for sound and music. Yes. Uh, so like, you know, the primary or I guess not the primary development. I don't want to uh, undersell the uh, the value of sound and music as as the guy who always calls out sound design. I should hope, you know, that I do <laughs> you not value that value sound and music. But uh, just uh, the fact that, you know three people did all the programming and art for this game is kind of like astonishing. What? Yeah. And design of course. Yeah. So a um, uh, little, so basically the, the short version with this game is, is it's, it feels like a cross between dark souls and uh dead space, uh, dead space, uh, dark souls is, I would is say it like the dark souls of dead space, Jordan. I think that is literally what it's going for. It doesn't say that on the itch page. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's pretty apparent that they kind of want to take like the visual. Well, not all the visual ideas, but some of the visual ideas of Dead Space yeah. and put them in a Souls like. Yes, game. visual ideas and uh, and world kind of mood. Um, oh, sure. Uh, although Dark Souls already has a kind of like, you know, creepy mood. But this felt a little bit more like uh, Dead Space in ways we can get to once we once we get into it. Um, but yeah, so the, the sort of basic mechanical, uh, skeleton around this game is, uh, you know, uh, third person action combat where you are, you know, doing some rolls to dodge. You have a shield, but very limited ability to shield with it. Uh, and you swing your sword and you're attacking, uh, enemies that, uh, telegraph their movements in a way that feels a little Dark Soulsy too. Uh, so, mm. so all around very, uh, definitely dealing with some souls ideas on the, on a mechanical level. Yeah. Yeah. And then from like sort of a visual perspective, the, the, the dead space connection is that, um, you're sort of this future robot-y looking feller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and all of the sort of, uh, combat UI and health UI, rather than being, you know, big bars on the screen, they're sort of represented in these light up, uh panels and and chunks of armor on the back of your character yeah um pretty much that's pretty much directly lifted from dead space 
uh, is that the sort of um, all of the interface is exists within the world and within the fiction of the game. Right. Uh, but so, is, is your health on your back in Dead Space? Yes, is your yeah, health okay. is on your spine in almost the exact same way. Yeah, okay. And then the sort of like energy stuff you use to slow time is similarly to the health vials right. in this game. The maybe one like difference is that in Dead Space, although the the interface is diegetic, you still have like a full interface. Whereas in this one, there's no like head- No, that's not true. You don't have an interface in Dead Space. You don't have any interface? You don't have like a um Oh. All of it is presented uh, diegetically. Like if you hit pause, your character pulls out like a little. No, that's what I mean. Like there's not around. E- there's you. not. E- there's not like a little thing that your character pulls up to. Uh, well, I guess the upgrade area is the there one is, place. Yeah. That- well, you don't pull anything out, but it's all it's all stuff that exists in the world. But you're like interacting with stuff, and it's showing up in real life, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the same way that Dead Space. Yeah, my does my it. point was just that there are. I mean, this is a demo, so this may not be a design feature so much as a this is a demo feature. But there are not a lot of interfaces that you are encountering in the world. Like it's kind of that's not really. The, I thought there were a lot of just like press A to look at this interface that tells you how to open a door. Oh, that's true. I guess I was mentally discounting the tutorial stuff, but oh, but yeah. I well, guess I mean, that's even true. beyond the tutorial, pretty much every door where you have to like give it cells to make it open, yeah, uh, has like a true. little thing that tells you how many little cells it button. needs. All right, yeah. maybe I'm just saying things that are completely wrong. That's yeah. Maybe we're just talking out of your ass. Maybe you should uh, think a little harder that has next time. Before, um, I mean, <laughs> I will say, uh, you know, maybe this is a good place to go next, but. Uh, the I maybe my impression of this was partially due to the fact that after my first time playing it, I uh, absolutely refused to upgrade my weapons ever again because I I did not like what happened when you upgraded your weapons, which uh, is that you have to fight three guys. Yes, every time you upgrade something, you have to fight three guys, and I didn't think that the amount of game uh, so far was like the point where you would really feel uh, not having the upgrades. So I decided, uh, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, that's um, fair. I did like four upgrades. I basically did them all at once. I basically like yeah. got to the upgrade thing uh, and did three or four upgrades and then was like, all right, I'm tired of, excuse me, fi- fighting these same three enemies. So I'm going to move on. Yeah, and I did. <laughs> and you did. I um, uh-huh. uh, For me, it was I upgraded three times and then the game froze and then I oh, it crashed. And so I day. restarted and was like, I don't want to fight those guys again. They were mean to me. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an interesting idea to be like, all right, in in order to uh, get this upgrade, you must earn it by fighting some guys. Although it's it's I'm not sure it's a decision that I totally buy into because it's I mean, especially given the sort of like how much this takes from uh, Dark Souls. I think maybe this was just done to kind of subvert your expectations of like, ah, you think this might be a bonfire that's safe place to to upgrade your stuff, but uh, you're wrong. You have to fight stuff. Yeah. I, um, th- I thought that, um, I, I felt like I bought it the first time, but then uh-huh. it more felt like it was supposed to be a trap, you know, like there, they were waiting for you to come upgrade and then you, you kill them. I, I didn't, oh, I, I didn't really feel like I, I, I didn't, it didn't feel like it needed to be every time I upgraded. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious if it, if it was done as a, as a thing of like, Hey, test out your new abilities on these three bad guys. Oh yeah, um, that maybe would make but, sense. Well, but, but another I thing like, I thought of was uh, it's possible that it was supposed to be the way I described it, but they added it 
multiple times because this is a demo and they want there to be as many enemies as possible just so you can get a feel for the oh you know. yeah that could be the that could be the case just because it's, it's more supposed to be like proof of concept than like uh you know yeah, tight, an tight pacing of game. a real level yeah sure sure so I, um, I I recognize that, and then I should say uh, since I did mention that it crashed uh, and it, it crashed for me a couple times, but that could be um, it says on the itch page that uh, some GPUs are not compatible with the experimental blood texture feature. Uh, you should wow. disable that if you experience crashes on attacks, and I have, both my crashes were mid attacks, so I probably should have uh, uh, should have uh, noticed yeah. that and turned it off. So that could have just should been have. my GPU. You didn't get yeah. any crashes, uh, did you? No crashes, no. No crashing. Uh, on an unrelated note, experimental blood texture is my favorite genre of uh, music. <laughs> Sorry. Experimental blood texture. Yeah, put that in your list texture. of band names. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the game. No, I did not have any crashes. I didn't really have any technical issues, which is, again, surprising, considering the like level of complexity and just like the amount of stuff in here. Yeah. Like The game yeah. looks really nice, and... I, I one thing that I was not expecting is the sort of animation quality and fidelity. I thought yeah. the animations all looked quite good. Yep. And in a game where they're pretty important, like enemies telegraphing their moves, uh, they do so pretty explicitly uh, when you can see them, which is yes. a, a problem we yes, get. Something I want to get to in a minute. Yeah. Uh, um. But but I, just like the the communication of the of the um, of the animations was very solid which is the kind of thing that i would expect to not be as good in a in a game made by students people oh, who yeah. haven't quite dialed in because uh, people don't realize uh, some people don't realize how important uh animations are to uh telling you what the bad guys are doing uh because yeah. it's something that's just sort of like innate but uh if the enemies move in a way that does not communicate what they're doing it's kind of it makes it really hard to predict what they're or not, not even just predict what they're doing, but understand what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely wanted to give the game uh, kudos for having that level of, uh, of sort of quality and polish to communicate that pretty, pretty clearly. Yeah. hundred I mean, percent. I, only I like, even would go um, on that, on that same line and just say it was impressive. The amount of like, um, sort of just nice touches they had when it came to the the combat animation like uh you know the screen blur from certain moves or like zooming in and zooming out when you're uh blocking or um or doing different things uh i was yeah it was just impressive how how like complete that felt um yeah, I mean, even like particle effects. Yeah, there's like as sparks, you hit, like they, the, hit sparks, the hit effects and, stuff, and the yeah. sounds. Yeah, again, these are normally the kind of things you might expect to be missing in sort of a, an unrefined uh, student game where people who are still uh, learning a lot and yeah. those things are are here. Oh, um, yeah. So it, it's it's nice to know it's it's a it's an interesting uh, departure from a game a lot of the games we normally play where they might uh, you know have uh interesting ideas or um like really fun mechanics that feel good but they they're missing some of uh those like smaller touches or um mm -hmm. extra mm -hmm. little bits whereas uh this game kind of is better at the little bits than perhaps some other things like uh maybe maybe we should talk about the the feel of this game jordan 
Um, maybe it, maybe yeah. it needs to be discussed. So the, the one thing I would say is, um, is that it felt very uh, slow or not, not like um, like uh, run running slow or computationally slow, but just like uh, the sort of, there's sort of a heaviness to your movements that I think is. I, I, I thought I described it in my notes as uh, sluggish. Yeah, I think sluggish is right or or even heavy was the word that kept coming mm. to mind. Like it just felt like your dude was this big lethargic hul- hulking metal monster who like like mm-hmm. was struggling to to like move his his muscles at a snappy pace. Um mm-hmm. and I think that is uh um I, I think there's actually something interesting to say about that, which is that this is is kind of what happens when you combine Dark Souls and Dead Space, right? Because mm. Dead Space, um, which I have never played, but have heard a lot about. <laughs> so this can be another opportunity for you to correct me if I'm talking on my ass. But uh, mm. my sense oh, of I Dead will. Space you know I will. is that it's a little bit, not quite as much, but a little bit like Resident Evil in the sense that it kind of like like wants you to be, um, you know, you're, you're moving a little slower and you're, uh, you know, you don't have t- super like, like, um, you, you sometimes just like struggle to uh, aim and move in ways that makes you feel um, unsafe and tense. Yes. And it's part of the horror. Uh, it is exactly like Re- Resident Evil that way. If you've, if you've played, uh, you know, Resident Evil four or even the, the remake of Resident Evil two that came out earlier this year, uh, dead space is very much like that. Yeah. Uh, you, your, your character has this sort of like plotting move yes. speed and even with and once once the gu- their weapon is held up, it's not like you're whipping around like crazy. Yeah, you you're move kind really of like, slow when you're aiming. You move pretty yeah. slowly, and your character kind of like your aim bobs up and down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's de- that's definitely an element of of Dead Space of how they sort of build the the tension. Is it's it's not only this thing is coming at you, but this thing is coming at you, and you don't really have enough speed to get away, and you're like controlling your character is a little bit um intentionally yeah uh, more methodical uh and and sort of uh you 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 can't just like shoot them and run away and shoot them again you know it's not doom it's like yeah. i'm i'm kind of like backing up and hope hoping i don't have to turn around and try and run because it's going to be a a slow process yeah i i do feel like um the sort of like uh, in both of those games, the like ideal scene that they want to put you in is where you're kind of mm-hmm. backed up against a wall. A thing is coming towards you and you mm-hmm. you have to make a precision shot in order to kill it so it can stop coming towards you. And then, you sure. know, you have to like, you know, you're like frantically trying to aim like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, as it comes towards me. That's like the 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 scene that the, the mechanics are sort of like designed to produce over and over again. Sure. Yeah, and and it's you. You kind of have these two modes of operation. I am standing mostly still or moving very slowly backward while I shoot at something, yeah. or I am running away from a thing and not worrying about shooting it at all because I'm out of ammo or I've been backed into a corner and I need to get out before I get murked. Uh, you know that that sort yeah. of thing. And the later Dead Space games got away from that and kind of got more of an actually feel. Dead Space three especially, but Dead Space one is definitely like you you move slow and you shoot slow (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean your character is meant to be an engineer using engineered tools uh as weapons uh Mm. because for some reason uh in the future of dead space 
all tools that a spaceship engineer would use uh shoot <laughs> uh shoot like hot metal or whatever <laughs> out of them <laughs> lasers very and stuff. convenient and harpoons um well so the 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 thing that makes that um mechanic a little weird uh in this game is that it's combining it with dark souls where uh it's you know it's very much about moving uh pretty quickly or at least in combat you know your ability to dodge is quite fast that's kind of like the 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 big thing that i sort of think of when i think of like dark souls combat is uh you should be able to dodge very reactively um uh, well so and and oh, i think did you have a, more uh, thought? well just to say um in this game, it almost felt like I was playing Dark Souls wearing like heavy armor, like wearing the Havel suit or uh-huh. something, where your rolls yeah. your rolls are uh, a little slower. Um, and I think um, I'm not 100 sure of this, but I think that they add a little bit of delay after you uh, mm. roll, or maybe that was just a sense I was getting. But it, it sort of seemed like okay. there was a split second after you press the roll button before you actually roll. Well, or, or maybe I was detecting as a split second before you get your invincibility frames. So that I'm glad you brought that up because um, I I wanted to make kind of a counterpoint to what you're saying, which is that uh, souls is, is, is faster, which I I think dark Souls sort of has a reputation for being like the deliberate combat. And so a lot of times when people say it's uh, it's a souls, like what they mean is uh, when you start a swing, it's going to take a minute. Like it's going to take a little while longer than say something like devil may cry where you hit the a button and an attack comes out instantly. You're doing yes, damage, that's you know, true. there's always a wind a, up. Yeah. You, there's always wind up and you, you are committing to actions and you can't uncommit. Right. So yeah. it's like I'm hitting the attack button and my guy is going to swing the damn thing regardless. Uh, and so if I hit the swing button and I start a swing, and the other guy has already started a swing right before me. He's probably going to hit me if his swing comes out at the same speed or whatever. Um, so this game retains that. But I think the the leg up is kind of what you described is that what the sense I was getting. It's hard to say without having like actual technical insight to, to what's yeah. going on is the way they are chaining inputs together and uh, having sort of delays between each individual move is what makes it feel unresponsive right so when i swing my sword and i miss and i want to roll out of the way it's kind of like swing stop roll away stop uh, right so yeah, there's like yeah, yeah. these these or and or sometimes it feels like the the um the game it feels as though it's like dropping your input like i say oh i swung my in dark souls it's a common thing you do that i say okay i swung my sword and while the or i hit the button to swing the sword and while the sword is going through the air to hit the enemy i see that they have an attack coming out so i hit the hit the b button halfway through my sword swing and in dark souls it's going to cue that input so i'm going to take the swing i'm going to miss and then i'm going to roll away right yeah Uh, and in this game it feels like when you when you do that they're not I'm not sure if they're not queuing the input or if it's not staying sticking around for quite as long as you'd like because it feels like I'm having to like jam the B button and then yeah. I'm taking a hit or it, it just it just feels a little bit uh stud- stuttery like I want things to be happening in a quicker sequence not mm-hmm. necessarily I I want them to be happening any faster as in the speed of each individual action I just want the time between the actions to, to be, be lessened because yeah. it should feel smooth and like I have strong control over what my character is doing instead of like i do one i do this thing and then i you know have to wait and then i do i don't know it's it's hard to describe without feeling it yeah. for yourself 
but um yeah that was that was the my read on it i i could buy that i mean i mean i will say uh that you say that Dark Souls makes you commit to your swings. It does give you a little bit of leniency. Uh, and like if mm. you if you dodge immediately after starting, usually it'll let you cancel. But there is a certain, yeah, it depends there on is the a weapon. certain point in every weapon swing where you are committed. Um, yeah, and it's it's I I kind of just trying to draw the, stin- the distinction between uh, other third person action yeah. games where oftentimes you can with total abandon yeah uh, dodge around whenever you want and uh it's you you don't have to be quite as intentional with your swings because mm-hmm. uh you know yeah. you can make another swing really quickly or you can dodge out of the oh. way uh really quickly um another way that i think that the the sort of like two inspiring game grammars um clash a little bit is just that this is a simple thing but you know, I feel like our camera is at a dead space rather than a Dark Souls location. Mm, um, yes. Just <laughs> in the, the level of closeness it is, you know, I think dead space is like a little closer. Uh, I mean, obviously, because it's a shooter. So you're trying to aim over your shoulder most of the time. Um, uh-huh. But uh, and then whereas in Dark Souls, you know, it's zoomed out relatively a lot because it, you need to worry about positioning and that sort of thing. Um, here, I just felt like it was... Uh, I didn't have enough um, field of view uh, to know who was behind me or like even to my side. And then even more troublesome, <laughs> the enemies were blocked by my body often. And that made it, yeah. made it hard to react to what they were doing. Yeah, I think you're right that it we it's trying to adopt sort of a more uh, a gritty look, I guess, where you're you're closer into the back of the uh, the character and it kind of makes you feel a little bit closer to them yeah definitely because um, there which, is an intensity to that um yeah but. there absolutely is however in in this case uh i was talking earlier about how good the animations are about communicating yeah uh that, that the character's about to hit you those are really hard to see when your character is, is in the way uh, between yeah. the camera and the animation i'm supposed to be seeing to know when i'm going to be hit which I, I felt like the location that when you lock on that it puts you uh-huh. uh gave yeah. you that blockage a lot yeah um, i f- i felt that it made it worse than when i was controlling the camera by my uh no, by myself in many cases yeah which even even dark souls has that problem it does, uh, it does. i know that uh as i got experience with dark souls i'm a player that uh it was playing without the lock on engaged in is in like dark souls one i feel like in the later entries in the series they kind of uh figured out a lot of the camera issues uh, so that that was like less necessary, but uh, absolutely. And in, in Dark Souls One, there are there were I got to a point uh, when I was playing that game a lot where I was just like never locking onto anything because I had uh-huh. enough control over um, the the character and where I wanted the camera and where I wanted my swings to go uh, that I was comfortable moving around without engaging the lock on. But yeah, I think in this game it absolutely. I think raising the the height of the camera a little bit and sort of changing the angle so that my character moves more to the peripheral and my character's no longer longer centered when I'm locked on and instead the enemy is. I mean, I think it's just something where it just could use Tinkering. some tweaking, yeah. right? Yeah, it is, it is like these things um, I should add are very like, uh, you know, I like there, there's a range of options uh, absolutely and, and so it's it's a, a problem of degree rather than of kind i think most of the sure, most of the things sure. we're we're pointing out um uh what did you think of the uh the boss um, um 
the boss I thought was uh was not bad. I think the uh I mean a lot of the combat problems that were uh that we've discussed are obviously still there. Mm-hmm. Um again, I think he I think because he's larger than you, yeah, uh, it his, helps. His yeah, his attacks are more often uh, readable than the sort of standard enemies or that sort of. Did you fight the the sort of middle enemy with the I axe never who's a, I never did, but I watched two vi- two playthrough videos and they both did, so I know which one you're talking about. I don't know why I never did. Did they? Oh no, no, that's not true. I fought him once. I fought one. Of them. Did you kill him? The mid sized enemy, yeah. Oh okay, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure you have to kill him to. Yeah, I had forward. I had forgotten about that one. Um, yes. Because you, okay. you can, uh, at least in the videos I watched, it seems like it might be random, but you can fight them as an enemy you get when you're upgrading your weapon. Um, oh, really? Yeah. No, that seems like that would suck. <laughs> yes, 100%. Because um, I found that guy to be harder than the final I don't boss. know if it was random or if it was uh, just the number of um, upgrades you get like after you've upgraded. Yeah, that would be my guess is that something. it was like if you got to like a level three of an upgrade, then it's like, here's an extra challenge or something. Yeah. That um, makes sense. But anyway, I found the final boss to be, uh, more readable. I, I, again, it's like, uh, when at the sort of like middle or two thirds point, when he spawns in some, uh, additional enemies to fight, th- that's one of my least favorite gimmicks in like in a dark, dark souls, souls boss yeah. is when it's like, welcome to phase two there's more guys now yeah. i'm like all right this combat really is not made for yeah uh additional Multi enemy yeah i mean any lock on base combat is you know uh-huh. is gonna struggle with that and the thing that i always like i actually don't mind multiple phases in in dark souls boss fights they can they can uh-huh. often be like so cool and satisfying i yeah. i do not like additional enemies uh yes and it, in fact the the best boss fights are the ones that like are hard you have to fight to get that first phase (laughs) and then the second phase comes out and you're like fuck there's a whole other phase (laughs) but then you're building on what you learned in the first phase in a way that can actually be really gratifying yeah yeah totally uh and and if it's if it's hard enough without uh adding the enemies uh then it's going to be it's going to feel really cool when you beat it i mean the problem with additional enemies is it makes it harder i think without adding a commensurate level of like satisfaction Cause it's not, yeah, it, it's just, it just adds so much randomness. It's like not suddenly it's not about, uh, you know, reading their moves and mastering the fight. It's about mm-hmm. like trying to sneak in an attack when you can, and then just darting around. Yeah. And it also becomes about, uh, fighting the lock on camera because you're yes. trying to make sure you're locked onto the right guy. And yeah, it's, yeah. I, I definitely think that like, uh, I, I am most tired of dark souls bullshit when it's like, <laughs> Hey, check out all these guys. I'm like, no yeah like the rat the rats in dark souls 2 oh my god dude don't even get me started on dark souls (laughs) 2 has so many of those just like dumb ass bosses where it's just like here's like a hundred rats you got to kill the one right one yeah i mean that's the point when dark souls starts being like ah yes it's not elegant uh rewarding fights it's our thing it's just difficulty (laughs) it's just gimmicky difficulty it's what if the same thing but harder yeah yeah hey remember how there was ornstein and smo in dark souls one yes. what about these what if there were three instead of two <laughs> yeah. oh yeah God, that boss fight. dark souls two <laughs> why why um, um yeah in the last boss of the expansion for dark souls 3 which i don't think you ever played he actually had three mm. phases and it's still one of my favorite d- boss fights of any souls game because he doesn't have friends 
Uh, and yeah. it is very masterable. It takes a lot of tries, but when you do, you have sure. it down. It's just oh, so those good. are always the best Dark Souls fights, oh, yeah. in my opinion. You know, uh, oh, yeah. ones where you just get your ass handed to you, and then then you, you hand then you are handing the ass. Yes, I love to hand ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see if I had uh, other notes. Oh, so I did want to uh, shout out something that I, I an idea that I liked, uh, which is. So since you're kind of like a, a, a digital or not digital, you're like a robot guy, right? You're it not, seems uh, like it, you, yeah. You're not a ye olde time knight. Um, and I don't know if another game has done this. I know there's uh, the Surge and the Surge 2, which are kind of like Dark Souls, but future swords and robots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that your shield is uh, like a rechargeable thing. So uh, basically like a Dark Souls game, you can, uh, you know, hold up a shield shield while you're fighting. But unlike a Dark Souls game, uh, when you take a hit with your shield, it becomes disabled for a short time. It has like a, a cooldown each time you block a hit Is it one hit? hit? I, I don't, I think it depends on the hit. I think, uh, I think it's a there's damage. like a, yeah. yeah, I think there's a certain amount of damage that it can take. <sighs> But it's it's not it's it works kind of similar to like uh, poise breaking in Dark Souls, but you're, you're not bit, disabled. Yeah. You can still run away. Yes. But I, I, I kind of did like the idea of like you can't just uh, turtle up behind your shield. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's different than the stamina approach of Dark yes. Souls, which is that you have a limited amount of stamina. Uh, so you can't you just won't block the damage if you don't have enough stamina. Yep. Uh, and it, I don't know. It, it felt like a, it, it fit with the, the game's. Uh, thematically and i and i kind of liked that it's like all right i can tank one of these hits with my shield and then i gotta get out of dodge or figure out what to do next yeah i like that as well um i thought that was a cool mechanic i did have one question about that which is um do you know if you can still counter while your shield is disabled i i tried to counter a few times while my shield was disabled and it seemed like it was not working i although i, I, I never, never really had the the countering um mastered so it could have just been timing yeah, I did not mess with the countering at all because I tried it like two times and I could not tell if I was doing it right or not. So I just yeah. uh, gave up because I didn't feel like it was uh, super uh, necessary. Yeah, I didn't think it was super necessary. It's kind of cool when you do it. I mean, it's it's very much like Dark Souls. There's not like the um the like the loud like thunk noise that happens when you counter in, in Dark Souls. Yeah, like the that's echo. kind of what I wanted. Was like the yeah the really really dramatic feedback. Like you've done it. And then they, yeah. they like wave their arms backwards like, oh, yeah, I, I, I honestly kind of wanted that to, you yeah. know, I, I want to know when I've when I've done it right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I thought was strange is then if you uh, if you counterattack them, it doesn't uh, one shot them, although I guess it doesn't always want. What am I talking about? It doesn't one shot them in dark souls either oh it depends on the enemies yeah. but yeah it, it usually does a lot of damage yeah. uh, although another thing i did want to say about the boss fight and about this game in general is like uh no health bars on the enemies yeah. it, again it, it kind of uh well, he, well so here's, actually that, here's that's a, a question for me on the final boss it seemed like his he was getting more cracked well all the enemies have that they get those like smashed effects as you hit them right but is that like a metric of their health or is that just no it's just a, a metric of how many times you hit them mm, i wasn't sure if uh, it like was a if it was supposed to be communicating to you a no a if you if you pay percent. attention no if you pay attention to it it actually like those cracks spawn where on them you hit them with your weapon yeah so i think it's 
it's supposed to kind of communicate it like it does communicate to you you have hit this person a lot of times yeah but it doesn't like directly communicate how much health they also have. that's another just visual effect i want to shout out like how cool is that that it actually has a location specific uh animation for when you damage enemies that's kind of sweet oh sure yeah it has a, it has a cool uh look to it um but the thing i wanted to say is that uh part of me wants the health bars because it's like I want to know when I'm going to kill these things, especially sure. the boss. But also I feel like this game is kind of leaning for more of a, more of a horror atmosphere than, yes. than dark souls. There, there are fewer enemies and they're actually, you don't fight any enemies for a bit. There's uh, quite a while where you're just kind of like running around and it's kind yeah. of a spooky atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So not knowing when the enemies are, are going to come back to life or I'm sorry, when they're going to die is, um, something that can kind of increase that tension. Yeah. Um, it's just not something we, you generally see in a dark Souls style of game. So yeah. it's, um, you know, it's an, it's an interesting decision whether or not I like it. I haven't decided. I don't know. What about blight town? That's spooky. Yeah, that's spooky. But I mean, like generally dark souls, uh, is not about being Spooked. spooky. It's about yeah. mastering the, the mechanics of, of fighting through it. Right. Yeah. So you kind yeah. of need that level of feedback in order for that to feel like yeah. the right, in order for it to feel right in the context of the game. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. Um, one other thing I wanted to shout out related to something we already talked about. We didn't talk about this specifically, but it's kind of cool that the, even the lock on is diegetic. Like there's a little red, uh, target thing that floats over your shoulder and then there's like a red light on the enemy that you're targeted on. Sure. Uh, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, uh, cause you know, that's, I've never seen a diegetic, uh, lock on marker before. So that was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like from a visual perspective, this game is just like really cool. And I think the gameplay it's like, it's a lot of the way there. Yeah. I, I think it, it could use some, some, some tweaking, some tuning to get it feeling a little bit more, uh, smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a few, there are a few things like, uh, I felt like the, the light attack and the heavy attack, the difference in amount of time each one took didn't feel like enough. Mm. Uh, I, I just felt like yeah. the, I was almost always using the heavy attack because it came out nearly as fast. Yeah. It does. Uh, and it had so better range. It did have better although, range. Oh, that's actually another. Oh, you go first. Uh, we might be saying the same thing. One thing I was going to say is that if I'm locked on and I swing my weapon, I should hit every time. Uh, if I'm like close, if I'm close enough to hit the enemy and I swing my weapon, I should hit them every time. Cause I had a lot of cases where I'm like, right next to them and i hit the heavy swing and because of like the angle of the enemy's body or something it just doesn't hit them at all and it's like i should be swinging on right on center of mass every time so i should never be missing in a scenario where the enemy is like not blocking not evading me and i swing at them and miss because that feels extremely bad (laughs) when it's like the the only reason i didn't hit was because i was locked on rather than controlling the camera manually i'm like that is yeah. not a good feel <laughs> yeah i am on that a uh, related note i i did feel like your swing i was using the the quick attack most often maybe i should have been using the heavy one but uh mm. it felt like my range was quite short sometimes um or, yeah. or maybe yeah. more specifically i couldn't uh get a strong um sense of what my range was uh, oh sure. I, I wasn't always there i just wasn't hitting when i thought i was going to be hitting 
I guess is the yeah. Perhaps the uh, another uh, thing about the the camera is that it's a little bit hard to gauge the depth of your swings. Yeah, um, true. And true. and figure out you know how far you could go. Yeah, um, I would I would tend to anyway, agree with that. Did you have uh, other thoughts? Um, no, I think that's uh, I think that's everything I had about Dead Sector. I mean, I guess I just wanted to say one more time. Um, the just compliment the the polish and the the visual polish and the ambition of this project it's just like you know they are doing something that looks like it was like it is an, a work in progress for a studio thrice their size at least um yeah absolutely uh, and so that's just really impressive a thrice their size and with a real budget and you know people that are not students so that's um Definitely want to shout out the how impressive it is that they've taken this project uh, upon themselves and they've done as much as they have. Um, yeah, and this is this is also uh, uh, sort of framed as a demo on, it on is, the itch it page. Is. So so if it, if they decide to take it further, I'm I'm very uh, uh, interested to see uh, you know stuff get refined and see how it comes out. Yeah, um, same. But anyway. Uh, I I am gonna tell the people about what we're playing next week. Do it. Uh, which is uh, you may have heard of it not, this time. Not technically a game. Yes. It's, uh, actually, uh, like a research type project. It's like a. Yeah. I think it might be part of a PhD thesis, or it might just be a, a straight up like professor doing research. Uh, but it, it's called AI Dungeon Two. You may have seen it going around because it's it's gaining some steam uh, enough steam, in fact, that uh, the the downloads for the game were uh, costing the the P, uh, PCCL lab at uh, Brigham Young University, which is uh, where this comes from. Uh, it was costing them uh, ten thousand dollars a day, <laughs> according to uh, Twitter. Uh, so they've had to pull that for now. So it's only available as BitTorrent. Hopefully, you and I are able to figure it out. We uh, we may be playing something else next week if if uh, this if falls the through doesn't work out. Yeah, but uh, basically, the promise of AI Dungeon uh, is I'll just read you the uh, this first graph um, from the description by the creator who is named Nick Walton. Uh, imagine an infinitely generated world that you could explore endlessly, continually finding entirely new content and adventures. What if you could also choose any action you can think of instead of being limited by the imagination of the developers who created the game? This is the division, uh, the vision of AI dungeon two. So basically the idea is that, uh, this thing uses, uh, sort of like artificial intelligence and deep learning uh, of, uh, you know, natural language. So the kind of text that you or I would type into a computer mm -hmm. to uh, generate and respond to an adventure. So it's kind of like, uh, uh, what's it called? Zork. Uh, but instead On of only having, yeah. yeah, instead of only having uh, a limited number of uh, th actions you can take, uh, the the idea is that the more people play it, the more it learns how to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. process human input and understand different uh, different requests that you have for it, and so yeah, it can kind it's of generate bot, its, itself. Yeah, it's like chatbot turned up many notches. Yeah, I've I've seen some stuff floating around where people are uh, sort of tricking or training it to do some pretty ridiculous and cool things. Yeah, um, and it's it's definitely like a really deep 
exploration of the sort of like generative gameplay and, mm-hmm. and content that we've talked about a few Definitely. times. Um, so I'm very intrigued to see what kind of shenanigans you and I can get up to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm very excited to play this game. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, it's a little bit different than what we usually do on the podcast, but I think it'll both, it'll both generate good conversations. And I think that it kind of is, um, it's fun to, to like look at things that are sort of on the edges of, uh, you know, true indie gaming, just like, um, because I think, uh, they, there are other things that are influencing game designers. Like, I mean, everyone in my Twitter feed who is doing game stuff was losing their mind over this. So, uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a good conversation. Um, great. So we'll be doing that next week. Uh, if you want to link to the game, uh, too bad. No, just kidding. We'll, we'll send out the, the torrent link that we, that we use, but, um, this, this one, it's a, it's an open question. If you'll have access to it, I'm sure they'll put it up eventually when they get a real, real hosting, but, uh, we'll be playing it next week. Um, if you want to listen to the episode at any rate, uh, you can get updates, uh, when the episode releases, uh, by following us on Twitter at edgeguardcast. Uh, we tweet out uh, links to the games we play, uh, as well as the um, we'll add the creators, so you can uh, you can add them to your your follows and get updates on the new work that they're that they're making. So if you want to be part of that, uh, get updates from the podcast or just be part of the conversation, uh, recommend us games to play, that sort of thing. Go ahead and follow us at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, we'll be playing AI Dungeon Two next time, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>